What's up, guys? So, um, I was going to do a podcast um, Friday night, and then um, I had gotten home kind of late. Um, and uh, yesterday I woke up, and I was feeling like sh- complete shit. So I'm sick, have a cold, whatever. And um, so this morning, it just was like that little voice and it was, it's time. And I'm like, all right, so here we are. So if I start coughing or blowing my nose, just ignore that. Let's move past it now. Um, I currently have like fucking Theraflu sitting in front of me, a cup of coffee, which I should not be drinking coffee at all, but I will get these migraines that um, are caffeine-induced if I don't have any, so, you know, just gonna stick with my usual routine here, Um, and then once I'm done drinking that, because I'm probably not gonna drink all of it, because it'll be too much, just drink enough to keep that unbearable pain out of my head and then I'll move on to tea like I have been like literally been drinking so much tea that I have literally been pissing a fucking river um so the beginning of this week I had um gone through um, something and we'll call it in a sense of a loss probably Um, hold on I need to drink something Um, and so we'll go into the whole feeling part of it and it's like me when I you know when I go through some sort of loss it's very traumatic for me um, because majority of the time I'm going to internalize things and it's not because you know that's how I that's just the way my fucking brain is hardwired. It's, um, I just internalize everything and I want to make sense of it and I need to know the answers and I need to know why and I need to know how and and where that comes from and, and how could you do this and, you know, those nagging questions, which they are nagging questions for me. And um, it was a it was a busy week at work, and it was pretty emotional. Um, one of the days because we had a we had a training um, that was pretty intense. Um, it was a suicide prevention training, and those can be extremely intense, um, especially listening to. Um, a real call from the suicide prevention line. Um, You listen to those types of calls and it's, you 
me, I, I put myself in that call, like, and I've taken suicide calls before it, it, it's not like it's new to me, but each time I've ever taken that call, um, it's my first thing is, um, I have to keep you here with me right now in this present moment to continue going. Um, and I'm not going to go further into it, but, and, and it's just, those are, those are really, really, um, deep conversations you have with somebody and, and you basically are trying to, you know, get to where we can get out of it together. Um, so moving on, so had that, and so I was off on Monday, and my complete loss happened that night at around midnight, um, and so naturally, when I am, <laughs> when something happens, it's, I don't have like this subconscious cautioning it's like I have this complete it's like somebody pours something all over me and my feelings just erupt and that is probably because it was a trigger for me um I, I just go directly into feeling I don't skate around um anything the feelings just pour in I process later is what I do so being Monday night I have to get up in the morning at 5 five thirty, and I'm at this point an emotional wreck and and maybe I, I don't think it was the complete loss of that person. It was the need to know why, because I got no explanation. And that's just how I operate. I need to know who, what, when, where, why, how, and what time. I need to know those things. One of my biggest flaws um, I need the answers and I, I will, if I can't get them from somebody or from a book or from any other source, I go within and I start picking my complete self apart. And um, that's what I did. Um So Tuesday comes in and I haven't slept because my body just won't let me. It's like this thing that's like, you're going to stay awake and you're going to figure out why and how and, 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 and 
everything that's involved in it be in as we know there's like three sides to every story and i'm going to come up with my analogy on it so tuesday rolls around i am you can read i am one of those people that you will read when tragedy has struck and i you know i don't i don't think about it in that sense until i actually go into work because um what we do and how we present ourselves and how our outer looks can reflect on how our inner looks and my inner looked really bad compared you know the the i i looked how i feel or how i felt I completely looked a wreck. And um I was I would I was just a mess and I you know I go to one of my friends and I I let her I let her know what's going on and she looks at me and she says why are you letting somebody take that power? And, and from you of this. And to me, it wasn't, sometimes I don't try to explain that. Um, it was more of the, just let me be. Because I was, I mean, literally just a mess. And I, I understood what she was saying. I got that. And I wanted to say, let me process the way I process. It may not be the healthiest process, but that's how I process. So, fast forward, fucking nightmare. I'm, an, I'm a nightmare, okay? That's Tuesday. Go into Wednesday. I'm actually physically haven't slept again and my outer doesn't match my inner now because I was like I can't let everyone continuously see me look a complete mess so go into that training I'm you know texting this Taurus that I know <laughs> probably really highly inappropriate things. Um, and, and I was using like the emotion focus coping with where I'm using it to cope with and not deal with at that time. Because it's like, my thing was you're at work at eight you need to be normal or portray yourself as normal until five o'clock. So I look normal. I don't feel normal. I feel like shit on the inside. And um, so that's Wednesday. And I, I text him you know, 
just trying to use that as that coping skill. And I'm, I'm not dealing with my shit because, A, I can't. I need to leave that bullshit outside until I get in the car and I'm driving home and I'm like, let's go, let's go reiterate what we had to reiterate throughout the past two days. So again, the whole breakdown again. Thursday rolls around. Sorry, the dog is drinking. It's so fucking loud. It's just like, Jesus Christ. And get you a fucking straw. Um, I mean, and then let's, let's go back a couple days to um, Tuesday night. I had gone and seen one of my Virgo friends and another earth sign. Um, was Jordan and I I completely broke down in 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 his house I like and I I felt horrible because I never show that um I never show anybody like the depths of what I feel and it's I mean it's probably like one of the scariest fucking things like um I think I I I'm pretty sure I scared him too because he yelled at me and told me to sit the fuck down and I wasn't going anywhere until I could um be rational and I was so irrational but it was that um that dark inside me and it was more just maybe it needed to come out so I could get past it or and it it wasn't like it was it's more it was more on my end of um sorry I don't mean to cry I fucking hate crying it's just that is like especially in front of people as a Capricorn I, I, I don't like to show that type of emotion it's um to me it's a sign of weakness um I am extremely hard on myself and we are our own worst critic so I am just letting everything pour out and this is all my own shit my own insecurities my own um just hell and I'm gonna refer to it as my own hell because it is um I felt really bad um when I left because nobody should have to see that I'm supposed to be the strong one. I'm supposed to be the one with the answers and I'm supposed to be the one who knows how to deal with those 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 things, those internal things. And I can't even, I feel like a hypocrite because 
when I go into that hill, it's all bets are off. It's like, just throw the whole life away. It's over because it's my own insecurities. And it, and it's, it wasn't even a, it, and to it, honest to God, it wasn't even about the person that, that triggered me wasn't even close to that. It was my own shit. Hold on. And so I just felt horrible that I did that to him. And he, of course, everything that I said raised those red flags of... He was worried and I could see that. I could feel that of like, I don't know what, like, I know what to do with you, but I don't know because this is not who you are in that sense, you know, of like, I've always been the one that, you know, he's gone through his own shit and he would call me and it's like I could take him out of that hole and set him right back where he belongs. And I I think what worried him were the red flags that had popped up along my my breakdown, like complete breakdown and that inner shit. <coughs> So when I had left, I slightly felt a little bit better only because, but I, it was just such heavy ass shit that I felt horrible for putting that in somebody else's lap. It's like I shoved something that they didn't even ask for at them. And then for somebody to see me that stripped, that raw, and me allowing it was completely hard enough. So that's when Wednesday had rolled around and I hadn't slept and I had to go back within again. And that's when I was like, I can't look. I cannot do that. I cannot look how I feel. So, I get through Wednesday. I get through Thursday. And finally, by Thursday, I go into that, let's cover everything Let's bury it and let's not deal with it. 
So I'm, I'm at this point. Friday I didn't deal with it. <clears throat> Yesterday I did a lot of meditation. Um, as much as I could handle like being sick. And the whole reason why I'm sick now and and it's because my I put my body through that uh, <clears throat> complete stress and my everything breaks down when you go into stress mode your whole body everything shifts and the anxiety and all that shit takes a huge toll so now i'm have this stupid fucking cold i don't feel too bad i mean i'm tired and i actually last night for the first time slept through the night and I woke up this morning like at 9.15 and I'm, I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, thank God. My, you know, and that, doing the meditation and I did chakra therapy um, because that's what I know how to do. Excuse me. That's what I know how to do. Sorry, I'm totally just like, as we're going, I'm thinking, drinking Theraflu because I just want to piss all this shit out. Like, there's only so much vitamin C your body can handle before you turn into a fucking orange. Mm. So. I go into the mode of This is how I've, um, I start dealing with it and what I was, okay. So I, it's not that this is a new issue. This is an old issue. My loss or, okay, that's what we're going to call it is, is a loss because that's just how I'm going to fucking say it. Um, brings me into what we call the dark night of the soul. And um, if you know anything about the dark night of the soul, it's pretty much going into those deep, undealt with who, what, where, when, why, how, and what time. <laughs> Um, I have previously gone through that um, a couple years. So it's, it's, it, it, it comes back. It's not like you go through it one time and everything is, is fine. It, that's not how the dark night of the soul works. It's each time is a different level of that dark. Um, and so I gone through it a couple years ago um when I had a very traumatic very extremely traumatic um thing happen I mean it was very and I've probably said it before my podcast before with an ex it, it was um and it wasn't even about him it was about 
something that I had to do, but took me back into that dark. And I had to deal with it. Sorry, my cat likes to play with the plant on the table. And he's very needy today. For some reason. Um, so when I had gone through it before, I had, um, I was trying to, you know, I was doing things, um, like I had a Percocet problem. I was, um, I had lost a lot of things, um, material items and I was angry about that, but it was like, That was a lesson all in it fucking self. So I, um, I had started masking everything with, um, going out every night, um, any way to fucking avoid everything in my life at that point. It was, I had been prescribed the Percocets. And yes, it was prescription. Probably the worst thing you could do is prescribe me anything like Xanax or Percocet. I have a habit. Had. Don't get me wrong. I'll ask for a Percocet. It's up to you if you're going to give it to me or not. Whatever. Um, I was taking um, anywhere from... I'd say six to eight Percocets a day in order to not even just, I wanted that numb. I, I wanted that um, because I didn't want to deal with anything. So after the, you know, like this whole fucking issue with whatever and the prescription was out, I was mad. I was like, well, fuck, what, you know, Jesus Christ. So now I'm like asking everybody and their fucking mom, like you got Percocets, you have, you know, I'll get them occasionally. Um, as long as I don't have a prescription in my hand, I'm good. So at that point, the prescription's out and I'm literally just going through life at that point of what am what are we doing at what are we doing when I get off work because I need to not focus on anything that's going on. So I did all that and at one point I was just like I cannot do this anymore. I literally cannot keep doing this to myself. I'm fucking miserable. So I um started scheduling um this place that I was this metaphysical store that I was going to where I got all my crystals and um some of the girls at work they you know bought me um a gift card and stuff and whatever and they were offering a special during my lunch break and they're fucking down the street and I'm like that's fucking perfect shit I can go do Reiki. What? What? What do you need? What do you guys need? 
Okay. So I um I was like, fuck it. I'm going to spend this 30 minutes. And it, it was 30 minutes a session. They're right down the street from my job. And I am going to do the Reiki. Because at this point, my chakras are unaligned. I'm not dealing with my shit. I don't know where to start. At that point, everything was so built and so fucked up with me. I didn't even know where to start. And for me not to know where to start, I don't know who the fuck knew where to start. Because I'm always that one that has that, this is what you do, this is how you navigate, and this is what's going to, you know, this is how it's going to come out. I didn't even fucking know. I was so disconnected with my inner self. I didn't even know who the fuck I was at this point. At that point, I was just a fucking addict. To me, I could I could look at myself and this is I'm I'm an addict at this point. So I go and I go in for my first session of Reiki. Now, if you've ever in your life done Reiki, everybody has a different experience in Reiki. Uh, I one of my tourist girlfriends, she's done Reiki. She said she never she didn't feel anything. She had no um, there was no effects for her as in, um, body wise, um, organs, anything like that. Sorry, the cat sees a squirrel and they've been having like this mad battle, uh, for two days now. Um, so I go in for the first session. There are three. Usually, typically in a Reiki session, you have um, one, maybe two practitioners, maybe two. My first session. Okay, barking is not helping. Barking is not helping. So as I was saying, sorry, I had to pause because... The cat and the dog all, all of a sudden decided it was time to fucking murder each other. So, usually during Reiki, <coughs> you have one, maybe two practitioners. The fact that these women knew me, they had to use three. Um... I didn't ask questions. I was just like, all right, so here's a 30 to 45 minute session and <laughs> they got nowhere. It was a complete waste. Well, it wasn't a complete waste. It it, it was not. Um, I can block a lot of things and for three of these Reiki masters to be blocked by one one of me says a whole shit ton the only thing that I came out with was feeling extremely dehydrated and that was my 
everything inside of me to not let that come in. Um, I was extremely dehydrated. Now, you're not, Reiki is, is so powerful. So you go, you, you don't go all the time. It's not one of those things that you do on a regular basis. Um, I go, I, I schedule myself as soon as I, I walk out, they're just like, okay, you're going to have to come back. You have to come back next week. So I'm like, I figured that. We go into that next week. And I prepared myself to allow that healing in. And it, that whole week, you know, it was just like, I need to flush my body out. I need to go into meditation. I need to start becoming more aware of everything that's happening. So I go in the second time. And it's on my lunch break. And I'm like, here we go. Here's three Reiki masters. Trying. And we we don't even hit the surface. Here we're into 45 minutes of just that. And, and we're not even like, we haven't even gone in that hole. We're just peeking our head in the hole. So body-wise, I... Um, I felt I wasn't as dehydrated, um, but I felt a little bit not as heavy as every everything had seemed to be an hour before. It wasn't as heavy, but we hadn't done shit. If that makes any sense. Um. So. I think at this point, that was on a Tuesday. I went in on that Thursday again on my lunch break. I'm spending, this is a lot of fucking money to do Reiki, okay? This sh I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is taken away from like going out, going, you know, doing this, doing that. <coughs> I need to get my shit together. Because here I am pouring all this money into myself or what I think I'm trying to pour into myself and I'm not fucking getting anywhere. Like, is Reiki even going to work for me? So we go into that Thursday and I'm like, I walk in, they're just looking at me like, if this doesn't work, there's, you're going to I, we don't even know what you're going to have to do at this point. So I go in. And. 
I, I, me, I'm one of those that I'm so, um, I'm an, I, I, I'm advanced in meditation. I can go directly into it. Um, it doesn't take any work for me because I have done it for so long that it just, it's, it, it comes natural at this point. So I go in, I lay on the table. I got three practitioners. They literally, sh- they, at this point, it was only three people in the whole building. They shut down for that 45 minutes because it was like, we have to get somewhere. Because you can, you could actually, like, I can, I don't know. It's like you can feel if you have, you're, if you're an empath, you, you can feel other people's heaviness. It, it, it's, mine was such a heavy, it was like, I mean, if you think of like, um, Charlie Brown and, and those, you know, what was it? Linus, he would, he was followed around by like that dark cloud and, it's just like that's how I perceived myself is this dark cloud and I and I knew they saw that and I knew they knew that I just wanted a little bit of light put back in because I felt like it was just here we go again let's feel like fucking throw the whole fucking life away at this point it's it's over just throw the whole life away and I laid on that table and I was so deep into that meditation, I was like, this is fucking it. Like, this is it. Everything. And, and when I laid there and finally probably, I say, I don't, I don't even know how, maybe 10 or 15 minutes into it. I um it felt like pages of my whole book inside of me were flying out and I think what I did was I was so um worried of that judgment that of that dark that I had inside of me. I think I was so worried on how they would see me after that because I was a regular person that went in there and I knew them and I I just, I was afraid of that, you know, are, are they just going to give me that weird look and now I have like, I got to find another, you know, store to go to. And then I was just like, fuck it. it. Just take it. And so it's like everything flat, like everything, every horrible thing that I've ever felt about myself, about things that I have done in my past, about um, just everything was flying out of me and I I felt and it and I felt bad for them because when you when you do Reiki there's a point where 
um, you, the practitioner, can feel what that person is releasing. And that was some heavy, dark shit that just came out. And... They did, I I was late getting back to work that day because it was just like, we were making so much progress and it was so strong that they didn't even want to stop because sometimes Reiki sessions can actually go into an hour, two hours, sometimes three hours, depending on. So here we are getting rid of that layer. I get up, I'm dizzy, I want to throw up. Um, They hand me water, and I'm just like, I felt stripped in a way. Um, And I I just, I, I, I didn't know how to think at that point. So we schedule again. For Tuesday. And I'm like, okay. So I get in the car. I'm driving back to work. All of a sudden, I'm just crying. Like, I'm just like bawling out of control. It's this. And what flashed in front of me was. The shit. The. The really traumatic experience that I had gone through recent, I saw it, it flash and that pain and that hurt just flowed out. And I'm one to try, I don't, I don't like to show that type, even alone. It's, I just, I don't know why it's maybe, it, I think it's a Capricorn thing we you know, we're supposed to, I'm me, I put a lot on myself as I'm supposed to be the strong one. So for me to break down like that, I was like, Jesus Christ, Nina, what the fuck? So I get back to work. I'm like, everybody's like, well, how did it go? And I'm like, I think it it went really well at this point. And, and, you know, the girls that I, when I was in clerical and I, I was working there before I, I had gotten, what were we on, two promotions now, um, they're super supportive and we were such a, like, great team. You know, they knew what I was doing and they knew what I was, was healing from. So... um. I go, you know, and, and Reiki has, it, it can do a lot of shit to your, your body. I, not to be like, I'm, you know, not to be gross, but the nausea was bad. Um, I had diarrhea really, 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 really bad. Um, because it's, it's, it's just, it it's very, it can be very intense. So I go back the next I go back the next uh, Tuesday and um, 
mind you, spending a lot of fucking money on myself, on my fucking well-being, if that's what we want to call it. And I, at this point, I'm just like, bitch, why can't you do this yourself? So I go in. And we go right into it. And everything starts to release again. And this time it's not as fast and it's not as heavy. And again, three practitioners, not one, not two, but three. And finally, we get down to the base of everything to where now in internally, I know where to begin. I knew where I needed to start. And that's when we sat in that room. And that discussion of you have gotten through all that now you have to remain balanced you already know what to do so now you take your own tools and you do it because I mean that shit's fucking expensive and it it was I feel like the first two times were just kind of a complete waste to me but that was that blocking that was me blocking everything so um that's when I had (coughs) started the process of the dark night of the soul um I'm not sure like I do remember uh that conversation the things I you know and they've always been really honest with me and I I those practitioners um they were like, have you ever thought about being a shaman? And I'm like, I can't even handle my own shit at this point. And you want to ask me, <clears throat> have I ever thought about that? First of all, I'm probably, at that point I thought, you must really think I am so capable of being that powerful and I can't even fucking deal with my shit. And it was broken down like, you know, people who are like you are what they call a wounded healer. And I see it. I can see that. I can, I, you know, as above, so below, you know, yeah, I can see that. It's like... And if you don't know what a shaman is, go ahead and and, and read about it. Have I considered it? Mm, 
yes and no. Um, I don't think at this point in my life I would be um, ready to do that only because of the life lessons that um, I I still probably haven't gone through and I haven't um, I'm I'm I I I'm not ready. Reiki master, okay, that I could probably handle a little bit better. Um, I've gone through level one training. Um, that also gets expensive, so it's not like something you know that I'm doing right now. Um, so. I had gone through I had gone through the dark night of the soul and it it was um it was a very long uh excuse me a very long process to me um because you just you go in and you see those ugly parts of yourself and you start to come to terms with um, how you view your inner and your outer. So leading up to this point, I really thought I had completed it. But thinking, going through it again, it was a different level that I had experienced previous. To what triggered me this week to where I'm at now. Knowing that it's not going to be that bad of going within again. If that makes any sense. Because I had seen those. I seen what. Where the problem lies. And am I afraid of it? No. Do I want to go through it again? It's a lot of work that it's just so time consuming. And it's just, it, it drains you. Um, for me, it completely drains me to the point of exhaustion. Um, well, I'm going this time. I know since that was like the real first time that I had gone through the dark night of the soul and a few years before going through it again, I know more now what I am doing, how to channel the the energies and things like that and what to deal with, how to go about it. I'm more educated on it, if that makes any better sense. Hold on, I need a drink. So, me bringing all this stuff up and talking about it I'm 
what I really, really, really am trying to get across here is not dealing with your shit and dealing with your own inner demons not not acknowledging your feelings your sensitivity cuz i if anything i am probably one of the most sensitive people you will ever meet and i may not look like that i may have this it's this wall in front of me that shows you different because it's a defense mechanism that I have used to not let people get close to me or feel. And and I think more, it's more of a feeling of, <clears throat> I don't want you that close to feel what I feel. I am saving you from that. So that's how I perceive my sensitivity. I am saving you from that. But me being how I am I don't take what other people do to me and blame them. What I do is I internalize what's been done to me as something being wrong with me. It's a shit fucking way to live. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, hold on. It's a horrible way to live. Um, I in in there's my answer right now. I have that answer. I know like where the work needs to be done. My thing is. I don't want to blame people because people are not responsible for our feelings, how we feel, how we take something. But taking their mistake and putting that on yourself is not going to get you anywhere. These are all things that is wrong within that person and not you. So my thing is in the society that we live in now, It's more of do people even 
feel anymore? Or is that just for the sum of us that feel in a certain way? Do people rationalize their behavior by their past trauma and project it onto other people? I, I, I still ask these questions because I don't come across very many people who have it and maybe it's a sense of right and wrong. I don't know what they do or don't have. And somebody that <coughs> that you know very well um and who has given you and opened up about shit that they haven't dealt with so you've seen those demons and you know what they struggle with to turn around and do those same things to you that you also have expressed that that's not what you're going to fucking put up with. And when you give me or if you give me that reason to even go through that again, where is your soul alignment? Where is your taking the responsibility? Where is that? Because I don't see people. What I see out here is a fucking mess. It is horrifying to know that if I walk out my door and, <clears throat> you know, something fucking tragic happened, Everybody is going to stand by and they're going to watch and they're not going to help. Our society is just, it, it, you know, the way things are going, there's not very many people who feel anymore. They're so desensitized by what they see on the news, what they read, what they're watching, how they treat other people. Now me, I, I try to stay away from watching the news um, because it, and, and that sounds really bad, but it, the, the way things are, I rather kind of try to live in my tiny little bubble, even though I hear bits and pieces there. Sometimes at some points in my life, I'm like, you know what? This shit 
is not even fucking like worth it. It's not worth being upset over. It's not worth being fucking just pissed at. And I have to separate myself from that. I know my limits. Yeah, somebody will tell me, oh, did you hear about that? No, I didn't fucking hear about that because I'm trying to fucking avoid that shit because I'm, you know, and I, that's me being selfish. No, I didn't hear about the bombing here or there or whatever's going on because I am currently under construction and I don't need that shit right now because if I can't even deal with my own inner shit, I can't even deal with our worldly problems and fucking like get the, you know, I can't personally do it because everybody is just so fucking focused on themselves. I'm not that focused on myself. Look what I fucking do for a living. I'm in the business of wanting to help, but I can only take on so much that I have to limit myself. It becomes overwhelming to me. Doesn't mean I'm I'm an asshole. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean any of that shit. It just means I know my boundaries and I know my limits. I have to focus here before I can expand out. If that makes any sense. And if it doesn't make any fucking sense to you, that's your problem and the way you perceive me. But I am not going to apologize for how I run my life and how I practice self-care. I had a friend ask me, you know, everything that you have preached to me before, you are doing it to yourself now. I get that. I do. Because that's just what I do. That's what we do. But there is a another level that you're getting to within yourself. It's an expansion. I don't want to be in some solitary confinement. Okay, nobody's here to visit you. These two assholes. Hold on, let me beat the dogs. Is somebody here to visit you? No? Then be quiet. (coughs) Okay, hold on. So, I'm going to make tea. But I, like, I hope you still can hear me. I don't want to live in this solitary confinement that I can put myself in, in my own thoughts. And the way we, or me, I'm not going to speak for everybody else. You can technically... I don't know if anybody reads a lot of Deepak Chopra. 
But the way that our brains are hardwired, you can alter that hardwiring. That's a, that's fucking skill right there. It's a it's a it's a skill. And there are things that I was very set in my ways with. And with the expansion of me knowing through you, you, that I can change those things, I can honestly sit here and say I've been there and I fucking did that. I rewired some aspects of it. And I think that's what it comes down to is I need to rewire a few other things, tweak them a little bit. So I am a firm believer in Reiki. Try it. It could be good for you. But don't desensitize yourself or block feelings, which a lot of people fucking do, because who wants to fucking deal with that? Whatever. Either you deal with it or you don't deal with it. When I feel like when things come up, it's that part of you that you have to recognize and just go into. And if you need help, that's what, you know, like Reiki helped me. If you need to go see a fucking therapist, that's what you need to do. Yeah, I'm still struggling a little bit. But it's more my internal shit. Hold on. I need to make tea. That's my my own internal bullshit that I'm currently dealing with that I need to go in and shut the fuck down. And come up with a new way on how to fucking deal with it. And move past it. But like I said in my previous podcast, hurt people are going to hurt people. And I don't know how to like keep, I don't know how to keep telling people that. You know, I can love somebody and never talk to you again. <coughs> It's simple as that for me. I can love you unconditionally, not conditionally. I don't love conditionally. I love unconditionally. I don't know how to love conditionally. And Majority of people love conditionally nowadays. 
so I'm one of those that has that like really rare authentic like if I'm down for you I'm down for life type of love like I got you no matter what like and that's the cold part about it is people who've been fucked over so many times or even like men they they tend to um they they get fucked over one time most of the time and they're they're it's just like they're ruined like they now have turned into that whole fucking Jesus Christ how much seraflu did i drink I'm feeling a little fucking high um Did I take the wrong one? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oops. I may have taken the nighttime one. But men, they they get hurt one time and they kind of just turn it off and, and they, they go into this mode of, I'm going to use females and, and this is this is how, it, how, how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Like, there is no such thing as love. And... <clears throat> anybody who is afraid of love has been there. They've been in love and they were, they were tore up. Somebody fucked them over. And that, I mean, this is not even just men, but as human beings, you fucked over, you want to, you don't want to go through that again because when you, you love somebody, it's, it's a very strong emotion. <coughs> but me, I can definitely love you and never talk to you again. I've done that so many times in my life. I wish you I, I, I wish people well all the time, but I don't want I don't want you have no room. I think, you know, trying to understand people and their, um, their pain or their happiness or anything, I thrive off shit like that. I'm, 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 I'm a need to understand you, um. I work very, I am what you would say, I, I love me, I, I work well with um, astrology, astrology works for me into <clears throat> understanding um, not only myself, but other people, so you go like, um, if you go to, I think it's astro.com, <clears throat> sorry guys, if you go to astro.com, you can type in your, um, your date of birth and it's, um, where, what city you were born in and what time. And then it comes up 
most people like I really want to get the whole um the complete chart done by like an astrologer because it can it, it can formulate to where when it's a good time to make business decisions it it just breaks down a whole shit ton of things for you astrology is like a huge fucking thing i mean it fell off for a long time but <coughs> it's back and um i work well with understanding people their emotions their um the astrology part of it i mean not only do i f i can feel others i'm not saying i don't but um understanding signs and your placements in your chart gets me more of an understanding so when People who I <clears throat> know, I try to um, ask them questions like, well, what what time were you born? I want to understand where your placements are, why you do the things you do. And that's a good tool for even like for yourself in that sense, because you get a deeper understanding Of why you do the shit you do. Me. We'll go like with the basics. My rising sign is a Leo. My sun sign is a Capricorn. Because I was born in, in, in January. Jesus Christ, Nina. How much fucking there flu did you take? And my moon is in Pisces. And my Venus is in Sagittarius. I have a lot of fire and earth in my chart. Um, I think I have more fire in my chart than I do earth. I relate more to my uh, to my earth though. But different months, I am gonna relate to, like during um. The summer, I, like this past summer, I related more to my Leo sign than I did my Capricorn sign. Um, I think right now I'm in transition from my, <coughs> from my Capricorn, because we just got out of Capricorn season, we're in Aquarius season. Um, I'm relating more to my Pisces moon. Now, Pisces is a very watery, emotional. Whatever is sitting in your moon sign is what is going to be like the emotional part of you. Um, I'm a Pisces in my moon and, and Pisces is a water sign. It's a watery, it, it's very deep feeling, um, your Venus is what puts you into your sexual self. Um, how you are sexually, um, 
how you are as a lover. Things like that. And I'm a Sag. So again, another fire. So you have my rising sign as a fire. You have my Venus as a fire. And then you have all your different houses, your north node, south node. Um, and you can read all that. Where you're sitting in your Lilith. I'm a Sagittarius in my, in my Lilith. Um, that's like the darker part of you. Um, nowhere in my chart, I, I don't think I have any Gemini. I have um, Cancer's in my 12th. That's an opposing sign for me as a Capricorn. But that's kind of how I operate when it comes to understanding people. I want to read about it and I want to know like those different aspects. A lot of people don't re believe in astrology. That's your fucking thing. Whatever. Let me have mine. But... <clears throat> Again, do people even feel anymore? Do they have that? Is there, you know, I question this all the time. Do people even love anymore? Or is it for a benefit? Is it conditional? Why is it conditional? Why is it unconditional? Trying to understand people is one of the hardest things to, for me personally, to do. Even though I think that I have you, you know, some people figure out, and I'm really good at that. They'll come up with something else. But it's, you know, to me, it's like it's faded in that in that sense, like it was meant to happen this way. And <clears throat> that's fine, you know. But nobody's taking responsibility. And people like me, we take the responsibility. It's a shitty way. But we take the responsibility and we try to rationalize it. There is no, you can't rationalize that bad behavior. But I mean, you have to think to yourself, like, how do I feel about this person? Do I care about them enough to not hurt them? Because society says it's okay to fuck everybody over. As long as you're okay with yourself. I think that's completely wrong. I think that, that that's not how it's supposed to be. And I think the world is in its place. Because there's not enough love. Like there's not enough love going around. People have lost that sense. Everything is built on conditioning, like a condition. It's never authentic anymore. 
people are so afraid of getting hurt themselves that they don't see what, who they're hurting in front of them or what they're doing or rationalizing why they did that or why they prolonged it. I don't think it's, it's fair to anybody to go through anything harsh because of somebody, somebody else can't figure themselves out. But who am I? I just am stating how I view things. It may not be for everybody else. You may be that person that loves conditionally or that hurts people because you are a hurt person. So, sorry, I kind of rambled on for a while. I don't feel well. And it's probably time for me to possibly do some laundry at some point. I hope everybody has a good week. And um, take care.